0: Thank you for tuning in to Shop Small ILM, where we showcase locally owned businesses from the Cape Fear region. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, leave us a rating, and share with your friends. All right, today on Shop Small ILM, we have Kate Eames with the Anchor Group Design and Build. Kate, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi, good to be here.
0: Thanks for coming. So uh, we'll just jump right into it. Tell us a little bit about the Anchor Group.
1: Sure. Well, the Anchor Group just recently started this past summer in 2022. I've been a residential home builder for quite some time, and it has been um, eating at me for a few years now to go out on my own and start my own company. So yeah, Anchor Group started uh, this past summer, and the um, idea is to do residential custom builds, um, similar to what I was previously doing with a previous employer. Right now, just to get out the gate, we're Doing some renovations and some remodel work. Okay. And uh new construction is coming up springtime of 2023.
0: Okay. All right. New construction sounds like it's it's your passion. That's what you really want. Yes.
1: To yeah. So um I like anything construction, anything home building is my passion. I grew up watching this old house um, okay. and just was obsessed. I love everything about a home and what is awesome is most people live in houses, so everyone can kind of relate or have some type of question about it. So the more information and knowledge that I could to get on construction or home building was just fascinating. So it's always been a passion of mine. So I enjoy the remodels. I enjoy the renovation. Um, it's challenges. It's problem solving, which is all stuff I like. I don't feel I could be as successful as I, as I would like to be if I did remodels and new construction because. I do identify they're two separate animals. Yeah. So new construction and is easier. (laughs) Yes. So to go down that path is is nice and it's very rewarding. So yeah. New construction's the goal.
0: Okay. Yeah. Renovations, unfortunately, always uncovering what the last person might not have done exactly correctly.
1: Yes. That and it's always challenging to ask clients for more money. I mean, I don't. I think in every industry in construction um, that becomes a challenge when you've already discussed price and then now you're uncovering other things that you might have not forecasted for. So in new construction, I feel it's a little easier to rip that band-aid off and have that discussion because um, typically it's a change in their scope or the client's adding something. So it's, it's yeah. on them and renovation and remodel work. It's, uh, we just uncovered your house kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, that's that's never a fun conversation.
0: Definitely not. So um, like your name says, you do design and build. Kind of tell us what that looks like, what that process looks like when somebody comes to you for design and build services.
1: Sure. So um, it depends on the project and in the, the scope of work that might be needed for that client. Here in Wilmington, there's a huge community with a lot of connections. So sometimes I have clients that have already done a lot of that upfront plan and ahead of it where they already have a residential designer, they already have an interior designer or decorator, whoever they might be working with to do selections. It's a hat that I can wear where needed. So for remodel work, renovation work, I have no problems um, doing that design element. Okay. Um, for residential home construction, I'm not a home designer, so yeah. I can review plans and do some plan review and tell you what what's not going to work. Yeah. I have a team of people that I would recommend that do residential architecture okay. work. And then same with the um, interior design. I feel I have a pretty keen eye with my past experience. I can help guide clients with selections but I'm not an interior designer so if I can't wear that hat or if I don't feel comfortable providing an opinion on what design element they're trying to go towards then I have the right resources to direct them um, and team to bring in and then same with the build I'm a uh, licensed engineer and a general contractor so when it comes to the build process uh that's me um 100 okay. percent. so i might not be strapping the tool belt on but i um will facilitate um that whole process
0: that's awesome i didn't realize you were an engineer yeah okay, that's cool yeah um,
1: some people see engineer and they think that i'm gonna do home design so but
0: no, i get
1: it <laughs> i used to do construction litigation for about 11 years or so and uh okay so i know how not to build a home yeah um and also how not to uh, wear that engineer's hat in the wrong location.
0: That's one theme I'm seeing through the conversation so far is, is you know what you're good at. Mm-hmm. Um, and being from the construction industry myself, that's an underrated quality. People think that they're good at more things than they are and don't focus on things. So yeah, yeah the fact that you're focused and you know exactly what you're good at and where, you know, where you need to tag in somebody else that, Yeah. A quality of a true profession.
1: Well, thank you. (laughs) I mean, I I do treat instruction as a professional occupation, which I feel it is. And I wish more people had that same type of outlook or respect towards the industry. Well, Uh, I mean, even going to schools um, to try to encourage kids to enter into this industry, you know, they already have a preconceived notion of what construction looks like to them. Yeah. You know, they've either potentially have someone in their family that works construction. So they might have a direct correlation to what that might look like for them, or maybe they've only seen a traffic jam in the summertime when they're trying to get to the beach because DOT construction is holding them up. So they see someone holding a sign. They think that's construction, Yeah, you know, that type of application or some secondary choice. It wasn't, you know, a passion or their first choice career path and made it successful. So, um, I do when I when I talk to these kids, I try to change that image for them. Yeah. You know, just stand in front of them as a female to go, I'm I'm representing construction. So that should be one change right there that they're not used to seeing. Definitely. Um, and then I want them to know you can be successful and you can treat this professionally.
0: And it's a great first choice. It doesn't have to be a second choice. Yeah. Yeah. Being a woman in the trays, is it still is there still some
1: just today stick? got asked again you know you the homeowner so <laughs> always I mean and I'm it is what it is because there's younger generations that are going to see um this demographic change yeah. which I'm here for and, and I support and I'm super excited for um the older generation that maybe can't comprehend, you know, exactly. And it's so funny because so many people will say, are you the homeowner? And I go, no, I'm, I'm the builder. They instantly look at me up and down as if, you know, like I'm physically going to do all this. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, if a male just said he was the builder, he's not physically doing all of it either. No. I mean, he's still, he's doing the exact same role that I'm going to do. And he's going to call yeah. his subcontractors and have people come in so yeah, they always are like, you're gonna build this. Yes. Yeah. So like, let me get my tool belt. Yep, I gotta get to work. Like
0: Which we've we've gotta do a better job as an industry. We're all struggling with labor. We want more people to enter the trades. And then when people do, we say, so, Oh, you're you're the builder? Mm-hmm. You know, that that's gotta
1: change. 48% of the population is a female yep. entity in the workforce. We hire three percent.
0: So 45% is
1: not, it's not in construction. construction. Yeah. But in 3% who's like boots in the, you know, boots on the ground in the field doing, um, that type of demographic. So we have about 10%. So 7%,
0: um,
1: that is, you know, doing, uh, bookkeeping services or project administrator type services, office work. Yeah. Um, so, still very low. I mean, if you're looking at, you know, in total, still you got 40% of a yeah. population that could be an electrician, HVAC, yeah. sheetrock, insulation. I mean, you name it.
0: Yeah. And everyone you just named needs people.
1: Yeah. As much as I do get the question, are you the homeowner or the, you're the builder? You know, and <laughs> I know I had more pushback as an engineer than I have as a GC.
0: Really? I would not have expected that.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was surprised too. I mean, I left engineering. Um, kind of thick skinned, ready with my armor to enter into this. Like, I'm going to have more walls to break down, and yeah. this is going to be even harder to prove myself. And everyone was just, kind of, I mean, the initial, like, oh, you're the guard? Okay, whatever, moving on. <laughs> you know, it was just, yeah. okay, the initial band aid was ripped off, and then
0: yeah.
1: everyone was just, okay, well, you must know your stuff. So
0: that would not have crossed my mind that that would be the case.
1: Yeah. It surprised me as well. But that's what I think the community doesn't know that I like I am so fortunate to have started the an anchor group when I did um, in this community, yeah. Wilmington um, and surrounding areas. They're ju- it's just, you know, a lot of people come into Wilmington thinking, well, this is where the market is, you know, it's blowing up here. You could any, I mean, it's shooting fish in a barrel. Everyone's going to get work, which, yeah kind of is so i mean everyone is going to get work
0: look at the first job
1: exactly yeah. and to have these relationships that people value here so much the sense of community is so big yeah um and people really they really value that as well so i feel really blessed that the anchor group has started and the relationships that i had prior um mm-hmm. doing my construction work are still so strong they're still there and everyone's so supportive
0: that's awesome What advice do you have for other business owners?
1: Gosh, just keep on doing it. (laughs) Just do it. Just figure it out. Yeah. Know your weaknesses. Know, um, I have been, and and again, maybe this comes back to like being a female in this industry and having zero ego and just, I just lay it out there. I mean, I don't, if I don't know something, my answer is, I don't know. Let me find
0: out. Yeah. If somebody wanted to get a hold of you and procure your services, what's the best way to reach you?
1: <laughs> it would be a, a phone call just because I'm gonna that's the type of communication that I'd prefer to have. Okay. So I mean, I, I do feel that the the building process is such an almost intimate process with the client that I need to make sure that that, that relationship is uh, it matches on both sides, Absolutely. that it's a good fit. I no. mean, this is potentially the largest investment you'll make to date, Yeah, I want you to enjoy it. And I want us to, it, we have to have trust. So how yeah. that starts with, are you the right fit for me? And if I'm the right fit for you.
0: Yeah. Okay. And you're also the president of PWB. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: PWB is Professional Women in Building.
0: Okay.
1: It is a national organization that is a, affiliate with the National Association for Home Builders. Okay. So, how that looks on a local level is that we fall under the umbrella of the Homebuilders Association. Okay. So we just formed council back in July. So we're going on uh, seven months or so.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and we're up to seventy members. Wow. So we're one of the largest PWBs in the nation. Really. Um, and we've done this within seven months.
0: <laughs> I was going to say I went to uh, an event. Two months ago. And I was, I was surprised at the turnout. So yeah, the largest one, one of the largest one of ones. The
1: largest. Yeah. I don't think we're the largest, but okay. Really close in
0: seven months.
1: And so it's been amazing, but that just speaks volumes to the community that we have here Yeah, and it speaks volumes to our H our local HBA. So, um, our local HBA is, I think the top five within the top five okay. in the nation size wise.
0: Did not realize. Um,
1: So, yeah, we have a large home builders association community already established. And so now to have us um, close to 70 members, uh, which is just, it's awesome to think there's 70 women out there in this industry. Because if you're supporting a woman that wants to be already in this industry, she's already made that choice and she most likely has a passion for it. Um, If you're empowering her, She's going to empower you. I yeah. mean, it benefits everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so, And for 2023, uh, we have a full calendar every single month. Um, we have, if it's not already tied to an HBA event, we have individual events okay. um, just for PWB.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on today.
1: Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me.
0: Of course. Thanks for joining us on Shop Small ILM, powered by salt air heating, cooling, and electrical. Don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe so you get updated when new episodes are released.